Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Running on Scuffs. I am your host, uh, Justin Seeger, and I am joined uh, currently by my one and only uh, uh, co-host at the moment, Mr. Zach Williams, our producer. Uh, if you haven't already, be sure to, to wish him a, a happy late birthday, as he had a birthday yesterday. Uh, Zach, I've started to realize uh, after after we've gone through these birthdays in our group that I'm kind of the outlier in our, in our birthday. We've had, uh, Zach Bell, we've had you, we've had Mike, we've had Dan and, and I'm just waiting until December for mine. So, um, but don't worry. You, don't worry when it comes, it'll be worth it. Worth the wait. It's always, it's, I mean, it's like waiting till Christmas because my birthday is December 9th. So it pretty much is like waiting till Christmas. Uh, we uh did you have a good birthday though zach was it was it fun uh yeah yesterday was pretty chill i was off work so i didn't really do much i went out and had lunch with dan and uh nathan yesterday actually so i got to see them and uh today i actually got to go down to daytona and do a vip tour of the track which was really fun we got uh we had a really cool tour guy named jim he was a great guy and uh it was a real good experience got some good uh pictures for the website so real good day overall Awesome, awesome. Uh, speaking of Mr. Mike Daphner, he also spent uh, the day at a racetrack yesterday. Didn't get to see a full race, but he's here with us uh, this evening. So, uh, Mike, how are you doing tonight? I'm doing pretty good. At least I got to see some racing yesterday, albeit, you know, raining off and on and then rained a little heavier, which caused the race to get delayed today. Harvick got an eighth place finish, so I wasn't too upset about that. Stringing together some top ten finishes, uh, not not too bad for the driver of the four car in his uh, farewell tour. Uh, we've got a couple a uh, couple viewers already commenting. Mister Ryan Hill, our our good friend, uh, how's it going? I'm I'm doing pretty good, even though Monday Martin didn't get the win. Uh, he still showed that he is in fact Monday Martin. Um, so I'll take that. Uh, and then Tommy Williams uh, saying hello. We uh, we appreciate y'all watching. We've got a good show for everybody tonight. Uh, it should be a fun one. Uh, we've got uh, some race review to talk about. We've got some storylines to talk about. We've got some uh, guess that race uh, coming back, making a return. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to get my a, second checkered flag. <laughs> uh, yeah, Mike, Mike's looking for another checkered flag this uh this time around so uh this should be a, a fun show tonight we've also got some some races to preview for next weekend so we look forward to it uh <laughs> and we've got a uh we've got a fan from youtube mr jim andrews uh saying hello to zach uh glad to take you around the track today so uh we're glad to have you on zach uh you might know this gentleman a little bit more uh care to care to introduce him to us yeah, this is uh, Jim. He was our tour guide today at the track. He gave us an awesome experience, showed us some really cool things, a lot of wow moments, especially getting to go on top of the where the, like the VIP lounges by the spotter stand on the top of the track. Get to see the whole track. You can actually see out all the way to the ocean. That is awesome. I, I've uh, I've been down to Daytona once uh, for qualifying for the summer race in like 2013, I believe it was. That was the last time i've been down there but be sure to uh to check out uh jim if you're uh if you're looking for uh for a fun trip to daytona maybe for a for a tour around the track tommy i'm with you i'm not a big fan of the heights i'm, I'm not a fan of heights but we're gonna you know we get through it uh especially for things we enjoy i got pictures uh, for him he just waited inside but i got pictures <laughs> you know what i i might consider that too what were the heights? I must have missed that. On top of the, the on the very top, of like where it says World Center Racing, like on top of that. Oh yeah, no, like no, by, no, where the, you, by where the spotters are. You can keep that. I don't even <laughs> got a problem with heights, but you can keep that. I ain't going up that high without some sort of harness. Uh, there was a railing. There's a railing. Uh, that's that's nice, Ryan. Well, right I uh, read about uh, hip height for you to pivot over. That's great. <laughs> Uh, Ryan, I, I have to say I agree with you. Uh, I 
it's it's hard to avoid mother nature right now like uh it, it's hard to avoid that we were getting a lot of rain uh matt nichols says that's the best view in the house uh, matt you better be uh from what i understand uh you better be getting used to that uh view so um at least uh at least on a somewhat basis there so uh 160 feet above the track that's uh that's that's pretty big yeah see you were talking about rain just today in ohio alone i've gotten in my neck of the woods i've gotten nearly two inches of rain just today wow then again you guys have that extreme heat down in the south so i'll take my rain yeah, I was, I was I was looking at Tommy's comment about the AC. I, I think that might have been uh, as much of a reason to stay in as as the yeah. height was like it was pretty pretty big. But, but, but then when we got home, he went out and cut the grass. So, so that's just know. a dad thing. That's just a dad thing to do, right there. Listen, the grass needs cut, man. Like, yeah, it's like you gotta you gotta do that. But uh, anyway, uh, we've got. Uh, a great show for you guys. We've got a couple races to talk about from Michigan. Uh, we've got a Saturday race in the Xfinity Series and a uh, half Sunday, half Monday Cup race. Uh, maybe that's why Truex. Uh, maybe that's why Truex didn't win it because it wasn't all on Monday. Like it, it was only half. It was half Monday. Um, that's my story, and I'm going to stick to it. So. Uh, be sure to like, comment. Uh, we want to hear your thoughts on this show. We've got a good one for you. Check out our website, uh, which hasn't been updated nearly as much as it should be, but still check it out. Uh, I'm hoping to have some updates on it pretty soon. All right. So with uh, without further ado, let's go ahead and get into our race review segment. And... Uh, we're going to be talking about Michigan uh, in uh, for the Cup Series. Uh, we had a back-to-back winner. This is only the second time this season we've had a back-to-back winner. Uh, I withheld my urge to title the show Back-to-Back Busher because I already did Back-to-Back Byron earlier in the year. So I, I tried to make sure I, I didn't do that again. Uh, so we got a little bit of the double elimin- uh, alliteration. I was about to final. say, I, I just looked, I just looked up and saw that, and I appreciate that, sir. That is, they, uh, that is some good alliteration right there. Well, I, I tried, uh, I try anyway. Um, so, um, yeah, uh, where do we start? Let's uh, let's talk about Chris Busher winning uh, this race, and uh, we'll we'll get your top ten. Uh, finishers scrolling across here. Um, but we've got uh, Chris Busher getting a win, Trix in second. Trix had a dominant car, uh, and I don't say that because I'm a Truex fan, it just happens to be a happy coincidence for me. Uh, Truex was bad fast, um, and apparently he had a really fast move uh, in stage two. Uh, in stage two to go from 14th to first uh, to win uh, stage two. Unfortunately, I didn't get to see that uh, because I was uh, in a meeting today. So uh, it sucks because that was according to uh, Mike, you'll, you'll get this, uh, this uh, reference here. According to what you and I like to say, he had places to be. He absolutely had places to be. I was listening on the radio, and I'm just like, "Where the hell's he going?" <laughs> like, uh, he was on. He was on a mission. That was just insane. So, uh, with that, MTJ captures uh, his sixty-first uh, uh, by winning uh, stage one and two uh, at Michigan. He was able to. Uh, captures his 61st career stage win which considering stages have only been around since 2017 that's pretty impressive uh if i do say so myself um so monday martin's still shining but what about rfk are they i mean chris Butcher going back to back uh richmond and michigan 
Brad um, Kozlowski with back-to-back top tens. Yeah, and a fourth-place finish here at Michigan. The pretty good for for Brad K. Are we starting to see uh, RFK peaking at the right time? We had a a friend of ours uh, mention that in a group chat. We were had Mike and I. I gotta say, I I, I want to get your take on this. Is he peaking at the right time, or I think it's just a little bit too early. I think that. I think you want to see you want to see a peak start to happen like somewhere around like round 4 or 5 or race 4 or 5 of the playoffs and that's what you want to carry you through. But if you don't peak earlier than that you might not make the playoffs. So it it's it's iffy. Yeah. Uh I'd agree. I I mean, I think I think it kind of depends on what we're defining as a peak, right? Like if if Chris Butcher is only going to go downhill from here, obviously that's not what you want. You because I mean he's in the playoffs, but you want him to make it through. Um, if you're the RFK team, same thing for Keselowski. Um, you know, I think if we're defining like these two wins as the peak of their season, uh, then I, w- I would be a little concerned. Um, We'll see what they can do if they can carry it over the playoffs. Um, one thing I do like about Butcher's win in Richmond uh, and even uh, Truex's win at New Hampshire is both of those tracks are very similar to the way Phoenix races. So if they happen to make it to Phoenix, it's you know probably their best test uh, for something like that. So you know we're we're looking forward to it. Uh, something we we have to talk about though, and and I. Didn't realize until I saw it on on Twitter, uh, or I'm still calling it Twitter, um, for uh, <clears throat> this weekend. How all the races that we've had this season that have been affected by Mother Nature in some form or fashion. Um, is there something wrong with the schedule, or are we just, or is this just one of those years where we we just can't seem to catch a break? I think it's just bad luck, honestly. I really do. It's just it. Yeah, it's just one of those seasons. We, I mean, Justin, you're a weather guy as much as I am. You know, we've swapped back to El Nino, and a lot of the tracks are in areas where that see wet El Nino years. Like, it just. Yeah. I think it is what it is. I think we are. Currently, I don't think it's the schedule. I mean, yeah, maybe I'd stop scheduling races in like the Midwest and East Coast in, you know, July and August, but it it is what it is. Yeah, especially with these New England races. I mean, that's kind of we put these in the summer months in the summer months because in the spring months there's uh you know being up in ohio micah there's still some snow on the ground up around mm-hmm. that area in uh in february and march oh so, i see uh, you believe in snow now okay <laughs> well you know it's i, yeah, I keep I, hearing I about know what that is uh, yeah there's, yeah well we based on what mississippi gets i don't know how it's enough to to stop a race but i just want to point me. something out because he's not here he's not here to tout his phrases how about Denny Hamlin with a top three two weeks in a row? Yeah, after uh, after Richmond, you know, uh, and actually, not Richmond, after Pocono. Okay, now I actually just saw this, and this is actually weird. He won Pocono. He was second last week, and he was third this week. It's just like he's going right down. He's steadily, the he's steadily dropping. <laughs> well, right. I, I mean, personally, I, I mean, yeah, I'd be okay if he just continued to fall. Uh, I mean, agreed, I, but. but... <laughs> um, but that is an impressive uh, string uh, of finishes there by by Denny Hamlin. Um, you know, you get a win like uh, like Denny got uh, at Pocono, and you know, obviously that you know really helps him out. I mean, you get that momentum going, and it's it's crazy what you can do with it. Look at Busher. I mean, he gets a win at Richmond, and he comes up here and backs it up in in Michigan. Um, that's two years in a row now that the same driver has won Richmond and Michigan. Uh, and Mike, I'm sure you're, you're kind of upset that it wasn't the same driver uh, this year, but at least it wasn't one of those, 
at, at least it wasn't one of those where like Harvick won and you weren't able to be there because of the Monday race. Like, right. Um, Mike was not able to be there for the Monday portion of the race for those who were, who were wondering. Uh, let's see. Well, let's, uh, that, that kind of talks about our, our cup race before we move on to the Xfinity though. Uh, let's talk about the playoffs, uh, and how things have changed. We've got a pretty big, uh, pretty big shift in things. Uh, most notably Chris Butcher is now sixth on the, uh, on the playoff grid with, with two wins. Um, I mean, that's what happens when you win you know, two when, races. <laughs> I mean, yeah, race. all of a sudden, I mean, he goes from, you know, 14th or so on that playoff grid to all of a sudden say, I mean, he's hopped up eight spots in the last two weeks. We're looking pretty good. If you're a, if you're a Chris Buescher fan. And I um, mean, it looks like as of right now with three races to go, as long as, um, we as as long as it one of them, if we don't get a new winner, I almost have to call Harvick and possibly even Kozlowski locked in on points as long as we don't get new winners. Yeah, I would. I'd like to think so. Um, Ty Gibbs is uh, above the cut line now, certainly not comfortably um, with three races left. But um, oh, no, I'm shaking in my boots if I'm him. Yeah. Like. Uh, but a good season for for Ty Gibbs, nonetheless. Uh, I mean, he's made it uh, a rookie season where he's looking at potentially pointing his way into the playoffs. Um, Bubba Wallace as well, looking for his first playoff berth. I don't know if I'm as comfortable if I'm those two because of the potential for new winners, but if I'm Keselowski and Harvick, I'm pretty comfortable. Uh, Dan Foster, he's not on with us tonight, but he is uh, here in the chat uh, saying hello. And we're happy to have you uh, here with us, Dan, in any way, uh, shape, or form. Uh, let's talk about Chase Elliott. I know we've we talked about Chase Elliott and his playoff stance in every, every way. Um, I don't know about you guys, but the question, at least for me, the question's off the table. And I know for Chase Elliott, he said it ever since I came back. He felt like they had to win. Um, but, you know, the media, everybody's like, oh, he, he might be able to point his way in. He might not. Now I think it's it's for sure. Three races left. He's 50-plus points out. I mean, I just – Oh, yeah, I mean – is it impossible? No, but to make up 55 points on the cut line in three races, I just don't see it happening. No, he's, he's dependent on how this weekend goes at Indy road. Yeah. He's, he's got, he's got to get a win. That's, I that's mean, the only way. The only thing I, I'm seeing is unless we get like a, uh, Unless we get like a Daytona where all of his points competitors get taken out in a wreck on lap one. Well, and, uh, see, and then maybe the other thing about it is, is if you look at it's coming around here, but if you look at the gap between Gibbs and Suarez, or I'm sorry, Wallace, I mean, you're talking a 55 point gap there, a new winner at any of those races pushes him even further behind the cut line. Yeah. So I mean theoretically it would nearly double the the yeah. points that he's back. So yeah, uh for sure and we're we're coming up on races where it's possible. I mean, it's possible that we see uh at Indy Road, we see a a Gibbs, a Chase Briscoe, maybe a, a Austin Cendrick. McDowell's always a great road course racer. Suarez is a, a good road course racer. We've got two road courses back to back. AJ Allmendinger uh, is one you can never count out. AJ Allmendinger's won at the Indy Road Course before. Um, yeah, you know, so I think it's uh, it, it's something to point out that you know, I don't know if you can be. I think personally, I think if you're Harvick or Keselowski, I think you can be comfortable. Um, maybe true, you know, maybe you try to battle the other just in case you get three winners. 
you know, because I'm sure both of them would like to be ahead of the other in points and go, well, you know, we're, we're kind of good on that. But, I mean, if you're Bubba Wallace or Ty Gibbs, uh, even Bubba is starting to look good on points, but a winner changes all of that. Um, do I think we're going to get three different winners? No. Do I think we're going to get two? Probably not, but I could see it happening. Uh, at Sorry. At three wildcard tracks. Um, one different winner is definitely something I could see happening. Um, Mike, what were you going to say on that? I was going to say, I can see three different winners, but I don't think we see three new different mm-hmm. winners. Yeah. Like, yeah, that, that's just not going to happen. I mean, yeah. if you look at the people that are currently in the playoffs, you've got a couple of good people or a couple people up there that are good at road courses. And then as always, Daytona is just crapshoot. If you're a, if you're a Kevin Harvick and, and perhaps even a Keselowski fan, uh, if you're one of, if you're a fan of either of those drivers, then you are a, uh, you're, you're probably an SVG fan. Absolutely. Like, uh, I, I mean, let's, let's get SVG back to victory lane and, and, I believe if they do that, uh, Keselowski and Harvick both are pretty well locked in. Heck, let him so, win both uh, road courses. I'm perfectly fine uh, with that. Uh, uh, hello to Brandon Tanner. He's uh, he's joining us here. Uh, glad to have you on on board watching. Uh, yeah, I just I still think Harvick and Keselowski are pretty safe. I don't I don't see us getting three new winners. Um. One thing that we can be uh, be sure of uh, last uh, this year that we weren't going to get last year without Kurt Busch's uh, injury uh, is we are guaranteed to at least get one driver in on points, um, mm-hmm. which I know Blaney technically got in on points, but that was due to Kurt Busch's uh, injury. So, uh, you know, anyways – the playoffs are, are quickly approaching. Uh, we've got three races left, and uh, any time it seems like the playoff grid can't get any tighter, uh, it does. So um, we'll see how that ends up. Uh, let's go to the Xfinity uh, uh, to the Xfinity race this weekend in Michigan, and uh, John Hunter Nemechek picked up the win, his fourth win of the season. And talk about, before we uh, get into the race itself, talk about a points battle that can't get any tighter. Uh, Talk about the regular season championship battle in the Xfinity Series. Austin Hill and John Hunter Nemechek, both with four wins, are tied for the regular season championship right now. (laughs) <laughs> that's a statistical anomaly like i mean uh the fact that they've both got four wins that means that every other single race has added up to the same total it's like what yeah uh so and, and they're sitting with uh only a handful of races left uh before the playoffs there as well so uh really tight uh coming down to the wire for a lot of a lot of drivers, a lot of teams, uh, and a lot of series uh, in NASCAR. Um, John Hunter Nemechek managed to get the the spin and win, which is something we typically see at a short track, not a two mile, uh, roughly super speedway. But nonetheless, we're we're happy to to see uh, something like that at Michigan. Yeah, it was Gibbs, uh, Joe Gibbs, two uh, hundredth Xfinity win. Uh, perhaps we've got a new. Uh, a new goat in town in the, uh, in the form of the Xfinity series anyway, with Joe Gibbs. How about Zach Bell's favorite, uh, Riley Herbst in six. Yeah. Uh, Riley Herbst doing just enough what he needs to do to, to keep himself in playoff contention, uh, there in the Xfinity series. Uh, that battle's starting to heat up as well with, uh, Sheldon Creed, Riley Herbst and, uh, Parker Kligerman. Uh, and of course, Brandon Jones still outside there in that Xfinity number nine car, uh, and he was able to get a third place finish, so not bad at all there. Uh, we've got stage winners uh, Justin Allgaier and John Hunter Nemechek. Uh, 
both adding to their playoff point totals. Uh, Justin Algar is, is not winning races right now, but he seems to be doing well enough to keep himself in the hunt as far as playoff points goes. So that's something I something I would expect out of a veteran of the series like Justin Allgaier. I still am waiting for him to get uh, his first championship. I feel like his day's got to be coming at, at some point. Um, I, feel, I feel like he might have had a chance to win the race if uh, Gibbs want to spun him on pit road. Yeah, we had a little bit of issue with Ty Gibbs uh, there, and, and they were talking about it with uh, on the broadcast as well uh, during the race. I, I don't I mean, think, I, I, I will like, say it, it could have been a mistake. He could have been looking at his tack, but still, man, you got to no. be a little more careful than that. I also worry about like, did Justin Auger not? Cause like he started to turn into his pit box from like the outside lane on, on pit road too. Like, was there maybe a, a disconnect there? Something that happened, but uh Ultimately, a good good job for Justin Algar to to at least try to rebound after that. Um, this is what happens when you have uh, these Cup regulars coming back and and coming down. I mean, they're they're fast and and they're uh, to steal the quote from Matt Colley, They're they're trophy hunting. They're out here. There's uh, that win doesn't mean anything to Ty Gibbs more than more than just the trophy, um, but. Nonetheless, uh, that pretty well wraps up our uh, our race review segment for today. I think we've uh, we've pretty well covered uh, Michigan uh, from the rain to the playoff implications to uh, to RFK potentially peaking and or not peaking at the right time. Uh, so with that being said, let's go ahead and go into our scuff stories segment. Uh, we've got some pretty big uh, stories that we've got to talk about, and we're going to start off with one that I, I have to compl- uh, I have to admit I'm not sure uh, how I want to address this, uh, but we have to. Uh, NASCAR has suspended Noah Gregson uh, indefinitely. Uh, this comes after Legacy Motor Club had suspended him. Uh, uh, for a race. Uh, this is after no Gregson um, responded to a, uh, to a post on social media uh, that was offensive and uh, not sure what the, uh, what the disciplinary actions are going to be for no Gregson uh, or if he gets back into a car uh, anytime this season, not sure. Um waiting to see what the responses are going to be from legacy motor club uh and uh and of course nascar as well noah gregson did post an apology uh on his social media uh about it um so we'd be remiss if we didn't comment on that uh so we'll see uh what what comes out of that but he has been suspended indefinitely by nascar for that um I, I want to comment, and, and the only thing I, I really want to talk about is we had some rumors come out earlier this uh, earlier this week uh, with Jordan Bianchi uh, potentially talking about some silly season rumors, and a rumor had come out that with Legacy Motor Club's uh, move to Toyota in 2024 that they might be considering putting John Hunter Nemechek in the 42 rather than Noah Gregson. Um, and I don't know it for me, it just seems like if, if those rumors are true, this seems like a really bad time for Noah Gregson to, to really put his foot in it like this. Um, you know, I don't know what you guys think about that. I I'd be a little concerned if I were Noah Gregson. What do you think, Mike? Oh, absolutely. I would 110% be concerned about first being suspended by your team and then indefinitely by NASCAR and that happening just after the rumors come out that they're looking to replace you like that they may be thinking about replacing you I mean he might have screwed the pooch on this one yeah I uh 
This is not a certainly bad timing for anything like this to come out for for him. Um, uh, Leg- Dan says Legacy Motor Club is going to be the next Furniture Road Racing. Um, I know some people that would like and not like that because that means eventually they're going to win a championship. So uh, that'll be more than likely with Eric Jones um, if they do that. Um, as far as Gregson's suspension goes, I mean, I think it's uh, I it just it's a bad look. Uh, and you know, one of the biggest things that I think is going to dictate uh, Noah Gregson's future, as far as this goes, is going to be sponsorship. Uh, you know, he's got a pretty committed sponsorship with Wendy's. Um, you know, and and Noah Gregson has been pretty good with his sponsors uh, so far, but. You know, something like this happens, uh, and it can it can turn your sponsors away from you pretty quick. Um, we saw that with Kyle Larson uh, back in 2020. It's not the same uh, incident, but you know, it certainly not doesn't look good from a PR standpoint as far as your sponsors go. Uh, so we'll see what happens there. We're uh, we're still waiting to see what kind of the long-term implications. Uh, the entry list for the cup race this weekend uh, came out. Um, the 42 is still uh, TBA uh, for who's going to be driving that at Indy. Um, so we're going to see on that and see who who steps up and fills that role. Josh Berry drove the 42 uh, in Michigan for, for them. So uh, we'll see how, how that comes out. Uh, and, and what the uh, the long-term implications are for Noah Gregson. Um, speaking of, uh, I, I'm glad Dan in the comments, I'm glad he brought up uh, Furniture Row Racing uh, because a former Furniture Row Racing driver has uh, signed a contract extension uh, with Joe Gibbs Racing. Martin Truex Jr. is coming back for another year, uh, and uh, I'm trying to hold back my excitement, if you can't tell, Uh I'm trying to be professional, but I, I am excited. Uh, I'm sure Joe Gibbs uh, is uh, excited to have a deal done with MTJ because uh, I feel like the last couple of seasons, uh, it, it's got to be a little stressful for Joe Gibbs. It's like, all right, are, are you coming back or are you not? Like, like, uh, Did he just sign the one-year contract or was it a multi-year? No, it's a it's a one year deal. So we're gonna do this again next year. We're gonna he's do gonna, this. He's again gonna next do that year. every year until he retires. <laughs> Joe Gibbs has got to go up to him and be like, "You're responsible for half of this gray hair." <laughs> I mean, I really can't blame him though with um, with him being uh, with him being like having trouble making the decision. Like, why would you want to sign a multi year deal and then have to get out of it by retiring? Like, you don't want to do that. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Mama Seeger says happy that Trix is coming back, but we'll have to do this again next year. Yeah, that's that's gotta be weighing on on Joe Gibbs. Like it's gotta be all right, we're we're good for next year, but we're uh uh we're gonna have to do this again. Uh from what I got from Joe Gibbs too is uh it really helps the uh the sponsorship side of things for the uh for the 19 team uh because a lot of Truex's sponsors are are Truex sponsors. It's uh, not a Joe Gibbs sponsorship. Uh, I know Bass Pro and Auto Owners are both MTJ sponsors. So, you know, so not only is is Truex bringing a, a talented driver, but he's also bringing some funding for that team. So, uh, Joe Gibbs is pretty happy about that. Um, but glad that he'll be uh, he'll be returning. Uh, let's talk about a guy that has signed a multi-year extension uh, with his team. Corey LaJoy announced on uh, on the Stacking Pennies uh, podcast that he has signed a multi-year extension with Spire. And uh, he didn't say exactly how many years, but he did say it was more than a couple. So uh, so we're looking for something pretty good uh, for LaJoy. And it's always good when you can have a uh, have a long-term deal worked out there. So uh, we're looking at uh, at that uh, and switching gears here from uh, 
from drivers returning to drivers being uh, immortalized in the Hall of Fame. Uh, let's talk about that. The NASCAR Hall of Fame inductees were announced. Uh, Jimmy Johnson and Chad Knauss were the modern era ballot, uh, and the and Donnie Allison uh, goes in uh, as the pioneer ballot. Uh, those are the 2024 Hall of Fame inductees. Janet Guthrie is going to receive the Landmark Award. So uh, congratulations to all of those. Uh, we got to talk a little bit about a little controversy uh, controversy here. Sorry for that. Um, we got to talk a little bit about this because uh, while Jimmy Johnson and Chad Canals, uh, I think most everybody agrees that they deserve to be there. Uh, there's a little bit of a disagreement on the fact that Jimmy Johnson in particular did not get 100% of the vote. Uh, 53 out of 57 uh, voted for him uh, on the panel. Uh, and he was still by far the highest earning uh, voter, uh, the vote getter uh, for the modern era ballot, but not 100%. And, and some have said, I mean, how can you not vote for a seven-time champion, uh, someone who is quite possibly the, the goat of NASCAR, depending on how you look at it. I mean, he's certainly in that conversation. How does Jimmy Johnson not get 100% of the vote? Uh, Mike, I'm going to go to you. Do you think he should have gotten 100% or not? Or what's your thoughts there? The, the fact that he didn't get 100% is absolutely an insult. I mean, who in their right mind voted for somebody besides Jimmy Johnson to be a first ballot Hall of Famer? I mean, you're talking about seven time here. You're, you're, you're talking about somebody who for at least practically for most of my life was dominant. Like at least half my life that guy dominated the sport. Like, come on. I think they should publicly re release who the four weren't. I don't know. I feel like some NASCAR community members might have, you know, uh, pitchforks and, and torches. As, as they should. <laughs> uh if they released who those four were, but um, yeah, I, I just, I'm kind of amazed by that myself. Um, I, you know, I, I've had an argument uh, recently with somebody about, about that, about that they felt that Jimmy Johnson shouldn't have been on the ballot because technically he's running uh, this season. Although my, or my argument to that was that, Plenty of others have run on a part-time basis and not, uh, you know, it hadn't affected their playoff eligibility. Uh, and I don't think it should have for Jimmy Johnson's. But my argument, and I, I'm going to say this uh, in agreeance with you, Mike, my argument towards that, regardless of whether you think he should have been on the ballot or not, it's Jimmy Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> right. he, was, he was on the ballot. How can you have the only driver in NASCAR history to win five straight championships? And let's be completely honest. If they keep the playoff format, Jimmy Johnson will go down as the only driver to win five straight. No other drivers in this playoff format is going to win five straight championships. Yeah, they, they changed the damn format because he was winning <laughs> oh, so much. Like... How do you go through and how do you not give a, a seven-time champion? There's only three in NASCAR history. And again, with this playoff format, there's probably only going to be three in NASCAR history. Um, at, at what point do you go, all right, this guy is, you know, th this guy <laughs> should, uh, should be unanimous here. Um, I get it. And I understand. I don't agree with the argument that he shouldn't have been on the ballot, but I understand it. Uh, but what I don't understand is he was on the ballot. <laughs> uh, he was on the ballot. You've got to vote for him. I'm at least in, in my opinion there, but um, 
I don't know. It just it seems kind of kind of crazy to me. Um, I I don't fully understand it. Uh, maybe somebody who's on the other side of that argument could explain it to me a little better. Um, but I just I don't understand. I think uh, I think Jimmy Johnson and, and don't get me wrong, Jimmy Johnson was still the highest earning, you know, was still the highest vote getter out of everybody. So he's you know thoroughly going to be in the Hall of Fame. But the fact that it wasn't unanimous on on that one uh, it is kind of crazy. To me. I think you'd be you'd be hard pressed finding somebody on the other side of the argument like. How do you make, I'm trying to think of what an argument for that would be. And I've been trying to think of one since they announced it. And I still haven't come up with anything. Well, the only, uh, again, the only argument I can think of is there were some who thought he shouldn't even be on the ballot, but it's like, but he is. (laughs) Right. Like, that isn't it. Your Um, argument is invalid. That was, uh, that, that argument was for a few months ago when we were talking about nominees, not, uh, not now. Um, but yeah, I, I agree. I think uh, Tommy Williams is in agreement as well. I I don't think there is any other argument. Um, it's like you said, Justin, it's Jimmy Johnson. Yeah. I mean, what, what more, there's very few drivers in, in NASCAR history. And in my opinion, there's going to be very few in NASCAR history where there's, where you can at least, I can at least understand an argument. You know, uh, you know, when we get to a point where, you know, when we get to a point when Kevin Harvick becomes eligible, you know, and, and somebody, somebody says he shouldn't be a, a first ballot, I still probably wouldn't agree, but I could understand it maybe because, you know, Kevin Harvick, had, as it currently stands, only a one time champion. He's got, you know, 60 wins in the cup series, you know, which is an impressive resume, but at least, you know, I, I could somewhat understand it, but Jimmy Johnson has just reached a level that is unmatched by almost every other driver in NASCAR history. I mean, yeah. Like the argument against any argument that's against him, not getting all the votes is it's Jimmy Johnson. And yeah. I will actually make one more mention on that. Uh, I'm actually kind of happy MTJ is coming back for another year simply because that means he won't be on the same ballot as Harvick for first ballot. <laughs> well, I, uh, I'd like it as a, as a MTJ fan, because, you know, all these places have been, uh, you know, they've been honoring Harvick and, and all that. And I personally, I would like if, if Truex could get his flowers as well. I don't think Truex is that kind of personality. Like, I, I don't think it really matters to him. He, he if, can buy himself flowers. Like, uh, that's true. Uh, and, you know, I, I, I talk about, you know, Truex's decision. Uh, I, I talk about Truex's decision giving Joe Gibbs some gray hair, but I, I mean, uh, it can't be any worse than, than what Carl Edwards was uh what what that decision was like for Joe Gibbs because that was in like uh, December or January, um, and and uh, Joe Gibbs had to uh, had to think on the spot there. Uh, but anyways, uh, congratulations to our uh, our Hall of Fame inductees for twenty twenty four. We look forward to to watching them get inducted. Uh, one other piece of news. Uh, We've been talking about SVG. Uh, it feels like almost every week. It feels like there's something coming out about SVG since uh, since his win in Chicago. Um, but he is going to be running the truck race at IRP. So this will be his first uh, NASCAR uh, sanctioned race uh, on an oval, uh, even though it's in the truck series. So he will run uh, the truck series for Nice Motorsports in the 41 at IRP. So we'll see how he does there. Uh, be his first, it'll be kind of the first glimpse we get to see of him at any sort of an oval, uh, as far as the NASCAR capacity goes. So that'll be interesting. All right, gentlemen, I hope you're ready for this. Uh, we've got a fun segment planned. We've got, uh, a returning segment. We've done it once this season. Uh, we're going to play, uh, guess the race and, uh, we're going to have a fun, uh, a fun race, uh, fun 
uh, segment with that. Uh, so for those of you who don't remember the last time we did this, uh, I give you stats, uh, and I know Mike loves it because he's our stats guy. Um, I'm going to give you guys stats from a race, and uh, I'm going to go hint by hint here, uh, and you guys uh, kind of buzz in if you think uh, if you think you know it. These are all races from the 2023 season so far, uh, and you tell me uh, you tell me what track. Uh, this race was at what race this was uh so starting off number one our first hint for this race uh there were four cautions with 24 laps uh 24 caution laps any guesses on that one sonoma is not sonoma oh no wait caution laps are way too high for that um Wait, four cautions, 24 laps. Was that is that Kansas? It is not Atlanta. It's not Kansas. All right, I'll give you another another hint here. The race winner led 99 laps of the race. Oh, oh. And you was, guys can... That uh, was recent. That was somewhat was right? recent, too. You guys can uh, you guys can go ahead and uh, comment uh, down below in the comments. Um, that was, uh, was, was that New Hampshire? Was that MTJ? It is not New Hampshire. That was um, Atlanta. Is no, not I, Atlanta. Oh, wait, Atlanta. Atlanta. Um, All right, I'll give you oh, another. I know what this is too. I check it. There were head. there were twenty one lead changes. Was that Charlotte? It was not Charlotte. Richmond? Not Richmond. Richmond, Richmond had a lot of lead changes. Um, what the? Oh, I'm trying to remember what. See, I want to just see what races were recently because my brain's drawing a blank, but. <laughs> Mama wait, wait, Singer, how many lead changes? 21 lead changes. Mama Singer commented Martinsville. No. It is not. Uh, it's not Martinsville. Oh, that was. um. Dover is not Dover. All right. There, the fourth hint here is there was a Chevrolet winner at this race. And we're sure it's not Atlanta. I am I'm sure it's not Atlanta. <laughs> um, it's not Chicago. It's not Chicago. Not Chicago. Collapse lead throws that out the door. Was, it, was, was it Nashville? It was Nashville. Ah. Right. It was Nashville. Zach Williams gets a point on that one. Tommy Williams. Yep. Ross Chastain, the melon man, getting a win in Nashville. All right. Our second one. All right. This race had 11 cautions. For 44 laps. So an average of four laps a caution. Uh, I'll let y'all try to get some guesses in. This is our second uh, our second race to guess. Atlanta? It was not Atlanta. <laughs> uh, oh, wait, feel... wait, wait. No, that would be um, Richmond. It's not Richmond. What the? <laughs> uh, our second, uh, second hint here. The race winner led nine laps. Oh, Chicago? It's not Chicago. Pocono. It is Pocono. It the is the cautions Pocono. threw me off because with Pocono being that big of a track, you wouldn't think four laps per caution, but... Well, it is NASCAR, so... <laughs> yeah, that's also true. Uh all right, our third race uh, to guess here. This race uh, had eight cautions with 41 caution laps. Jesus. Atlanta. It's not Atlanta. I'm I feel like I'm going to hear that. Is, uh... oh, no, Can I say Atlanta again? No, just... <laughs> okay, repeat the eight. It was eight and 41. Yes, eight cautions, forty-one laps. It's not Richmond. It is not Talladega either, Mama Seeker. That's a good guess, though. 
All right, you guys ready for this one? That's yeah, let's hear the next clue. The race winner led 254 laps. Martinsville. It is not Martinsville. Bristol. It's not Bristol. <laughs> oh, wait, we have another. Richmond? It's not Richmond. Right, no. it's not not Richmond. New Hampshire. Hampshire. It is New Hampshire. Yes. Oh, yeah, Martin Truex Jr., the most boring I knew ever. it had to be a relatively short track because that's over five laps per caution. Like, that's that one's well, up I, there. I figured 254 laps led. There's not a yeah. whole lot of races that have that many laps. So. <laughs> no. All right. I mean, you're talking basically one and a half milers or less. Like, all right, this next, uh, this next one here, uh, first hint nine cautions for 21 caution laps. Oh, that that's gotta be, um, oh, Sonoma this is not Sonoma, Chicago. Then it is Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and it, that has to be a road course. Yeah. You're looking at an average of less than three laps per caution. You're at a road course. All right. So we're starting to pick up steam here a little bit. Yeah. One, Zach. Let's go. <laughs> All right. We're, we're looking here uh, at our fifth race uh, to guess here. This one had nine cautions for 43 caution laps. Okay. Nine caution. Screw it. Atlanta. It's not Atlanta. <laughs> Sonoma. It's not Sonoma. Gosh, four, all the same ones. 43 caution laps at Sonoma would be Yeah, that'd be insane. Awful. On nine cautions? Yeah, that uh, yeah. that ain't happening. Like, <laughs> All right. The, uh, the race winner led 52 laps. 52, 52, 52. Was that Richmond? It's not Richmond. A 52 was... um. Oh, hold on, hold on. Kansas. This is not Kansas. Okay. All right. This race had 26 lead changes. Zach may have already said it. Richmond? It, I think he did, but it's it's not Richmond. I wow. think it's not. All right. Hold on, hold on. 26 lead changes? <laughs> yes, 26 lead changes. That's... um. Oh, I am drawing a blank. All right. Fourth fourth hand here. This race had a Ford winner. Ford winner. Was it Charlotte? It was not Charlotte. Ford winner. Ford winner. Okay. It wasn't Michigan, was it? It is Michigan. Wow. <laughs> it is there Michigan. Come on, Mike. Let's go. So, uh, so Zach, I was at the track. Yeah. I ain't paying attention to the there, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This, uh, this is our second, uh, actually, no, this is our last one. So we could have a tie here. Um, yeah, tiebreaker if that's the case. I can't yeah. tie. Well, we'll, we'll try to do a, a tiebreaker here. Figure something out. Or I'll just wait uh, this question, right? And we'll end uh, it right here. Yeah. <laughs> if, yeah. All right. This race had seven cautions mm -hmm. with 43 caution labs. Atlanta. Atlanta. Zach said it first. Oh, it is Atlanta. <laughs> it is you beat me by half a second. Yes. That one was Atlanta. All right. I got to beat you, Mike. I got, I got a picture overlay I got to put up, so I have to win. All right. So we're uh, – all right. We're, we're two – uh, we're tied at, at three for three. All right. I'm going to do this one on the fly. Uh, I think I've, I think I've got something here. All right. This one is, uh, let me see if I can find one here. Okay. This race, this is a 2023 race. There were eight cautions for 47 caution labs. Dover. This is not Dover. Richmond? Not Richmond. Um, all right. Mm. All, right. all right. Your second guess. The winner of this race led seven laps. Led seven. Led seven. Um, 
Oh shit, Richmond. That, was, that wasn't Charlotte, was it? It's not Richmond, not Charlotte. Oh wait, 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 wait. Um. Oh, I can picture what the hell this is too. <laughs> there were nineteen lead changes at this race. Was that the five hundred? No. No. Um. Oh shit, Talladega. It's not Talladega. What the hell? I'm Kansas. Just... Not Kansas. Martinsville. Not Martinsville. All right. Uh, what about WWT? No, it's not Gateway. This race was won by a Chevy driver. Bristol? Not Bristol. Oh, 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 boy. Darlington? It is Darlington. Oh, you bastard. <laughs> oh, I got to All right, hold on. I've, I've been saving that half a second you got me on Atlanta. <laughs> that yeah, half yeah. a second. I we took need a uh, and I, I had to put it up. We need a uh, we we need a uh, something about Mike blowing a three one lead. <laughs> yeah, I'll oh, make some next week. Don't worry. Don't even. <laughs> don't worry. I got it. I'm already on it. Mike <laughs> blew a three one lead. Daphne. Right and there. well, what uh, else is new? I'm a fan of Cleveland sports teams. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow. That was that was fun. Good win, Zach. Thank yeah, you. That was a good was, one. I enjoyed that. My brain ain't working. <laughs> Not anymore, <laughs> apparently. It was I, I still can't I still can't believe I was at that race. Now, granted, <laughs> that Michigan was for the entire race. And I only yeah. got to see it less than half of the race. <laughs> and not only that, but the second part of the race today, I only got to see, listen to on the radio. So it's funny. I did tell my dad yesterday, I was like, it's awesome. We get the weather updates before they put them on TV because Mike's just texting us. <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah. just like, no. and it's raining again. I, I was like, I text Mike at one point, and I was like, oh, they put the covers back on. He's like, yeah, I know that happened 10 minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> well, at one point, I forget one of you guys in our chat it was, was the interview. Today. I was like, I was like, wave. Yeah, you're like, wave. I'm like, that interview was over like three minutes ago. Like, yeah, yeah. You don't you don't see this stuff uh, on TV live uh, no. as live as certainly not as live as you think you do. Um. So uh, with that being said, we've uh, that was a fun guess the race segment. We'll have to do that again, uh, especially towards the end of the season. Um. So we're gonna do a a race preview segment we've got three races that we've got to uh to make some picks for um we've got two uh road course races in the cup and xfinity series and then we've got a playoff truck race coming up here at irp uh for the truck series uh so uh, let's get some picks and zach since you uh you're the lucky winner uh of our guest the race segment we'll start with you first uh who do you have winning uh this weekend uh, so for cup, I hate to do it cause it's probably a jinx, but I'm going to say Chase Elliott just cause he has to, he has to win. So it has to be Chase Elliott, uh, Xfinity. I, I want to go with, uh, Josh Berry. I think he might be able to pull it out, especially with him, you know, getting more confidence, especially going up to cup next year. You know, he's, he's, he's doing pretty well. Uh, and then for trucks, I am not really sure on trucks. I'm just going to go ahead and say Zane Smith just because I like Zane Smith. I'm not sure on that one. That's uh, I think those are some solid picks. Mike, what say you? Do you have any, uh, any different picks? I'm same on trucks, same on Xfinity. The only difference is, is I'm going with SVG in the cup race. I, I can't not, I, I didn't, I didn't trust him at, I didn't trust him. If it's not Chase, I hope it's SVG. I did not. Then it would be a new winner. <laughs> I, I did not trust uh, trust the process at um, Chicago, and I was proven wrong. So I'm trusting the process here, and SVG is just gonna just he's just gonna run with it. I mean, it's kind of an unfair advantage if you think about it. <laughs> We're going to, we'll see how that holds out for my picks. I'm going to go with, uh, I'm going to go with Corey Heim in the, uh, in the trucks. I think, uh, he's a solid, uh, solid pick. And I think he's going to lock himself into the round of eight pretty quick. 
uh, with a win at IRP. I'm going to go uh, for the Xfinity Series race. I'm going to go with uh, Riley Herbst. He did pretty well at uh, the Indy Road Course last year, and uh, and I think he's going to lock himself into the playoffs with his first career win. Uh, so we'll see how that goes. And for the Cup Series race, I am going to go with uh, a new winner. I'm not going with a I'm not going with a new winner at Watkins Glen. Probably not going to go with a new winner at uh, Daytona either. But this week I am. Uh, I'm going to say it. It's going to be uh, Chase Briscoe. Uh, we haven't even hardly talked about him as far as our playoffs go because he's so far down. But all it takes is a win and and you're in. So I'm going to go with Chase Briscoe to to get the win at Indianapolis. He uh, almost won there in his rookie season uh, back in 2021, and he was able to do pretty well in 2022 as well. So I'm going to say Chase Briscoe gets it done uh, in his home state uh, to lock himself into the playoffs as well. So those are our picks. Uh, Speaking of our picks, Zach, uh, I know you've got our fantasy update pulled up here. I don't know if our overall points have updated yet, but our, our good uh, friend Zach Bell gets a, a win. Uh, he can't show up on the show, but he can beat us in fantasy. That's right. that's what I'm <laughs> that's what I'm hearing. Hey, look, um, I'm I'm just hoping that uh, that Riley Herbs does get the win in Xfinity because then we have to see uh, Zach wear the shirt that yep. ZW bought for him. That, was that is true. That is true. That that is that was agreed upon. Uh, Matt Ditch uh, had a good run there in second. I got third. Dan fourth. Uh, I gained a few points. I think twenty one points on short Mac there. So uh, we see Zach Williams there in seventh. Our good buddy Ryan. Yeah, I, didn't, I didn't do very good this week. <laughs> our our good our good buddy Ryan after like a four race winning streak uh, finally falls down to eighth. So I, I uh, once again. Uh, for the life of me, I can I can make picks for my fantasy league all day long, but I can't remember to make picks for this thing to save my life. Yeah, I can't well, tell. I, I made picks, this, but uh, the Chevys they couldn't keep their uh, their car <coughs> straight, and they all wrecked out. I was four of my drivers were gone in the first stage. I can't tell if those are updated points or not. I think they might. Uh, be. I think they are because I was fourth last week and I dropped to seventh with that terrible performance. Hmm. Man, that's a that's a tough one there for for Zach Williams. Yeah, but I mean, you still got four hundred and twenty six points on me, so yeah, I mean, you're not yeah. going to drop much that's further. Very true. Uh, I'll tell you, I, I am very impressed by Ryan. I mean, uh, I'd, I'd be looking out if I were you, Mike. He's uh, he's coming for you, uh, and he might even catch up to Zach and Dan by the time the the season's over. You, there, don't you put that on me, Ricky Bobby? Look, I'd. <laughs> When you win four fantasy races in a row, you know, I maybe know. I had two in a row. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I think four I did too. But you broke my, my, my repeat for being a three peat, Mike. And then yeah, no, and I broke Justin's. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm the streak killer. Anybody goes on a two win streak, we'll just start like, calling, no, you, the, I... start calling <laughs> you the streaker. Eat, sleep, beat the streak. <laughs> um, all right. Well, that'll that'll kind of wrap up our show for tonight. We appreciate everybody for tuning in and commenting. Uh, we appreciate all your uh, support. Uh, be sure to tune in every week uh, at the same time here. We post uh, – we go live every week after these races. Um, and we talk NASCAR for, for roughly an hour or so. So we, uh, we enjoy it. Uh, be sure to like and follow us uh, on our socials uh, and check out our website. Uh, again, I'm hoping to have the website updated uh, a little bit more um, in the in the upcoming days and weeks. So uh, we'll see how that goes. Uh, and let's get our, our closing comments. Mike, what say you? Uh, you had a fun weekend at the racetrack, even though you didn't get to see the whole race. Uh, what say you? Yeah, I mean, it was a, it was a great weekend for me. I mean, yeah, I would have liked to see the whole race, but you know what it is that it is. And weather permitting, I'm actually going to uh, Eldora to watch some SRX on uh, Thursday night. That track's only about 45 minutes from me, so that ain't too terrible. But you guys you guys know what it is. Praise Dale, praise Dale. A racetrack 45 minutes from you. I can't say I know what that's like. Uh, closest is Talladega, and it's about two and a half from me. So 
two and a half hours. I was about to say two and a half yeah, minutes. minutes. Yeah, Dang, two and a half. Buddy. Man, yeah, I'll be there no, every day. Yeah, two, two and a half hours. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we appreciate everybody for for tuning in. Zach, uh, you got to spend the day at a uh, at a track, even though there wasn't racing on it. Uh, what what say you for your closing comments here? I just want to thank everybody for tuning in and hanging out with us. It's always fun hanging out with you gentlemen, talking racing on Monday nights. Uh, I want to thank all our new viewers, especially the ones that I actually gave business cards out to today. If you used our business card, save our link and give it to your friends. Yeah, absolutely. We appreciate all the support. Um, Jim Andrews, we appreciate you for tuning in here. Uh, hopefully, uh, I can get down to Daytona and get a uh, get a tour myself uh, of the facility down there. I'll That'd take be really you down cool. there. When, whenever you're in Florida, I'll take you down. We'll go. Yeah, that sounds uh, pretty good. I, I might wait uh, when you start getting like 80 degree temperatures. Like I know it doesn't get a whole lot lower than that, but yeah, it was it was know, pretty hot so. today. But we uh, we we did all right. But uh, nonetheless, we appreciate everybody for tuning in. And uh, as always, uh, we will see you guys next week. So we appreciate y'all for tuning in. See y'all.